Hey, how's it going? Welcome back at Happy New Year. It's the uh, 810 Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm here with Party Marty and Mariah. How you guys doing? We're doing pretty good tonight, Bob. How was your... Uh, Happy New Year. We stay still and we'll get through this together. Happy New Year. Okay. How are you guys, uh, New Year? I would say it, so far this New Year has been a great start for me. How about you, Marty? Mine's pretty good. I like it so far. And I think it's going to be better than 2020 we had this year, last year. So this year is going to look up. I guarantee we're going to have a better year looking forward now on okay all right um cool i i feel that um what you guys uh think about AEW dynamite tonight i mean uh let's get in right into it okay on AEW dynamite i would say uh let's talk about darby allen and sting i think you know it's quite obvious boys that uh Darby Allen has uh, went under Steve's wing, and that they're uh, somehow, somewhere, chair perform going to uh, wrestle against FCW. Um, do we know who the third mystery partner could be? Honestly, I think Cody Rhodes. And um, at first, uh, you know, it's always it's super cool to, um, you know, that Sting is back in it, you know, is back in the wrestling business with AEW and. Um, I would have to say that um, I never would have com- thought to compare uh, Sting with Darby Allen. And then the other thing that I would like to touch bases on is that, um, okay, I kind of thought, you know, for a little bit that the storyline with uh, Kenny Omega and collecting all the belts, you know, uh, I felt like that storyline kind of died, died down for a second. But tonight, when we were surprised by the Good Brothers, you know, um, it finally got back got into the like um, the whole scene, you know, and making it a big deal about what Kenny's doing and the crossover with TNA and AEW. And I'm happy to see that uh, the Bucks came to help out the Good Brothers and Kenny. So who knows what the future is for those Bullet Club members? The this could lead into the long-awaited, as everybody said, the uh, the partnership between New Japan and AEW, you know. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, because, you know, even, like, the, the person that owns AEW, you know, Cody Rhodes and the Bucks, you know, they were in New Japan for wrestling. I mean, it's clear as day, like, all of them still have a good relationship with New Japan. And even if they're letting, you know, Moxley go down there and wrestle and whatnot, you know, it seems like... Who knows? I really am ready for 2021 wrestling this year because I think you are right, Vaughn, a crossover with New Japan. Yeah, I, I, and speaking of Moxley, you know, him coming in, sticking his nose in uh, Kenny Omega's business may have an actual setup between him and Bullet Club member uh, Kenta, who he has to defend the U.S. title against. And I can just see a big screwy fit, finish where – Gallows, Anderson, Young Bucks, Omega, and then Tama Tonga, uh, Tonga Lo, um, uh, Fale, you know, everybody comes in and just, you know, gets, sticks their nose in that business and gives us a new IWGP U.S. champion. And we and we got like a, a, a mega group, you know, in both companies spreading between two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but spreading and between you know two, what? yeah. 
not make it a um, uh, an announcement that Chris Jericho was actually uh, wrestling down there this weekend. In New Japan? Yeah. Did you guys know that? No. No, I didn't know Chris Jericho was wrestling okay. in New Japan. Okay, let me Google this really quick. Chris Jericho in New Japan. Yeah, he um his previous match that he just had was uh oh no. Hmm. Okay, never mind. I think they were talking about last year. Yeah, like and yeah, I know when he was AEW champion, he went down there and wrestled Tanahashi. Um, yes, that's who it was. Okay, yes, you are correct. Yes, yes. Um, Sting and Darby Allen, I do see the similarities. I mean, I I, I could have seen Sting coming a long ways. I don't think Cody's going to be a part of that feud. They got him everywhere. I don't like um, he's he's just everywhere. I I think he's in a feud with Shaq. Last I remember. You know, yeah, that 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 bucket of water that they poured on Shaq and he <laughs> looking Wonka Wonka. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> but yeah, exactly. I was not expecting that, boys. Okay, well, uh, and, and speaking of Cody Rhodes, I really think that um, him and Matt Sardell had a really good match. I really like that. You know, he's a 20 year veteran, so yeah, he he's pretty badass. Oh yeah, Matt said a, a little known fact that me and wrestling hair guy, while arriving to all all out, where our stupid ass Uber driver dropped us off at the wrong entrance. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I ever told this story on this podcast, but uh, no. we were excited and it was hot. I was excited. Me and wrestling hair guy walking towards the wrestling entrance without even knowing where we were. And we seen like male and a couple of ring crew guys just looking at us and they didn't stop us. I don't know because they because the Uber driver already thought I was a wrestler. I don't know if they thought that I was a wrestler being part of the battle royal or whatever like that. <laughs> and then we see Matt Seidel like open the door and without saying anything to each other, we just turn around. <laughs> like uh yeah, we don't think I like we're at yeah, we, we didn't say nothing. We see him, and he's like had the super serious face. He was opening the door for somebody. And after we saw him, me and wrestling hair guy just didn't say anything. We didn't say anything. It was like, well, let's try this way. Like, that's the only thing we said. <laughs> like, we just like, yeah, we're just going to act like we didn't see him. <laughs> so, yeah, we were there when he slipped and uh, had that, that awful botch and everything. But it was cool to see him. Yeah. No, that that's hilarious though. Thank you for saying that funny story tonight. You should pretend you're in your brother Rumble. You should have went. Bro, you should have. I, I I've been told, even at GCW, um, Hank, I hung. This is this is this is a true story. I hung out with Jimmy Lloyd. Not really hung out with him, but I sat sit right next to him, watching this death match between Matt Tremont and um, Alex Cologne. All the wrestlers, uh, Ricky Morton's son. They're standing right next to me. I'm thinking they're assuming I'm a wrestler. <laughs> um, Ricky Morton's son, uh, Jimmy Lloyd, um, Chris Dickinson, who gave me a glare. Like, wait a minute. You look like a wrestler, but you ain't really a wrestler. <laughs> yeah, he just gave me that glare. Like, yeah, yeah, you're someone not to fuck with. 
<laughs> so, yeah, I don't know if he looked at me that glare because I was about to get ready to go out after all that blood loss, and I had to just double up and, you know, just suck it up, whatever. But I don't know. But it was pretty cool. I, I get that a lot, Um, sadly. But speaking of wrestlers, Snoop Dogg. Um, how you guys think about Snoop Dogg accompanying okay. Cody Rose? Love Snoop Dogg, okay? Yeah. Um, no, and I think Snoop Dogg, uh, you know, Jericho even said it. Snoop Dogg is AEW. Snoop Dogg is AEW, you know, and I'm sure WWE is salty and uh, immediately parted ways with Snoop Dogg, but, <laughs> but um, I would have to say, no, that was pretty badass, and it's great that, you know, Cody wants to promote his other show on the other channel that he has and whatnot, so that's cool. Um, no, what he did. <laughs> I wasn't expecting, you know, like, uh, the best, uh, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because I, 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 I think I got the same image you got in your head right now, too. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just dying of laughter. Well, okay. We love Snoop Dogg. Give me pop. No hate. No shame. So, all right. So, Snoop, if, if, for you guys didn't watch AEW, Snoop Dogg, after the match, um, did a splash on Serpentico. <laughs> well, I don't know what it's called. It's like one of the things, it's like when my kid was like six or whatever, it was like one of those splashes. Like, hey, daddy, wake up. <laughs> like, it was one of those splashes. His ass is in the air. <laughs> it's one of those very protective splashes. Um, a well-known rapper. Let's just let's just thank the Lord that Dr. Dre did not die. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm glad he he didn't. I know we do not want to start 2021 like that. You know? mm. Yeah. So yes, yeah, thank thank goodness Dr. Dre is alive and coherent and he's going home, boys. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's 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 good news. That's really good news to hear. I know. Um, but I want to touch on a little bit on Snoop. If AEW okay. smart, because I mean, because they got him, you know. I know he got he's part of the the big big show, whatever. But they also got him when they when after that hilarious commentary during the whole boxing event. Yeah. They were smart. They signed that man to a contract. Don't don't oversaturate him, you know. Just have him come and content um commentate some of the wrestling matches. I think he's doing that next week. So we're going to see how that goes, you know. But yeah. also, uh, I also want to touch on the AEW video game. And I talked to um, a very unemployed wrestling hair guy about this no, earlier. Um, as you know, the AEW wrestling game is being developed by Ukes, but it's being um, overseen by head uh, director of the uh, Aki engine. Forgot his name. I'm not going to try to butcher it. Um um, the Aki Engine also created Def Jam Fight for New York, one of my favorite video games. Oh yeah, no, we played Def Jam. Uh, I think I think you can play it on the GameCube, but I definitely remember playing it on the PlayStation. Oh yeah. So as you know, Snoop Dogg was the main villain in that game. Dude, so do y'all remember playing as Fifty Cent on Def Jam? Oh, he was never in. He was Def Jam. I mean, Fifty Cent was never in Def Jam. So, um, I was thinking, I was saying to myself, they were smart. 
they include Snoop Dogg as a playable character in the new AEW game. But not only that, because it's an Aki engine, have a little callback. Don't have Snoop Dogg as Snoop Dogg. Have Snoop Dogg come back as Crow. The long trench coat, purple, with the braids, the feather hat, everything. Have him come back as Crow and uh, his play moves and everything. You got the guy there. You know, he can program it in. You know, I, I think it'd be a great steal. I mean, I don't think WWE is going to ask Snoop Dogg to come back. Oh, it, no, no. Now that now that Suzanne has already made his uh, appearance on an AEW, there's no going back. Like with Mike Tyson, you know, do y'all remember when Mike Tyson came, you know, to AEW? Yes. There's no, there's no going back now. Yeah, I think that match between Jericho and Tyson is still going to happen. I think that boxing oh, yeah. match definitely got in the way. Yeah, that boxing match definitely got in the way. Um, hey, can we can we definitely talk about um? Uh, the match between Jericho and Ken Shamrock. Like a possibility, or, or or back in the day. No, I thought I thought that was going to be a real thing with the crossover. No, no, I, oh, you're talking about the graphic I probably sent to the group. Um, no, oh I, I, no, that's not a real thing right now. Um, honestly, I'm gonna be real, and not because he he charged me five hundred dollars to ask him seven questions. I like Ken Shamrock and everything, but I'm not a fan of his work right now. Like Ken Shamrock, yeah, he's oftentimes he he's slow. He has to be carried during the match. Well, he's an old man. What do you expect? Just like Jericho. Uh, True. Know, and I, I love I love Chris Jericho, but you know sometimes you just gotta cut it off. And you know what? These were like. It's just like when Shawn Michaels and Triple H are in the ring, you know, they're fucking 50 years old, almost 60, you know, they're wrestling in the ring. And back in the day, they would make fun of the WCW wrestlers, you know, like Macho Man and Hulk Hogan, 60 years old, getting it on in the ring. Mm. You know, I mean, as much as you fucking love them, but it's just, it's like Jericho versus Ken Shamrock, you know, even if that were a thing, it would not look good today. That match should have been done like 20 years ago. It would be a very yeah. ugly match. We know, um, Shamrock is kind of botchy. I mean, he, if it depends on who he's in there with and, and impact, he can have a good match. But yeah, he looks like mad confused. Like uh, you gotta like take it. You gotta take it into consideration as well too. In between pro wrestling and MMA, Shamrock has taken a lot of shots to the head. Yay! So you know him like actually trying to follow through with a match. You know it, it may be very very difficult for him. I'm not trying to knock the man, whatever. I got respect for Shamrock, but as an MMA fighter, you know, that's getting into pro wrestling, that is a very hard thing to do. And, you know, him and Shamrock, I mean, um, Jericho and Shamrock, because Jericho is also 50. But, you know, exactly. Jericho. Jericho, okay, as much as I love Jericho, but it's just when he wrestles these younger dudes, you know, like Orange Cassidy, I mean, I know Cassidy, he's a. He's gonna. He's like a sixteen-year-old veteran. Okay, cool. But like, I, I just cannot get with it. Jericho needs to let these, you know, younger dudes wrestle when you know, and that's why he has like Sammy Guevara under the name. Sammy Guevara is my age, you know, twenty-two years old. Okay, great. Why am I seeing Jericho wrestle more than Sammy Guevara? I mean, I think what overhypes it is the name Chris Jericho. Wait, wait. I thought Sammy Guevara was twenty-eight. He grew. Is Sammy Guevara grooming people out here? 
Really? Like I thought. I thought Sammy Guevara was almost thirty. Like we need to ask what? wrestling. We, we need to ask unappro unappro un, um unemployed wrestling oh, hair guy. Yeah, he's 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 up there. I mean, as far as a Jericho, I think this year he's taking a back seat. I think he was just more like trying to get people over. You know, he even got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, I get it, but I don't know. It's just sometimes you just gotta stop, and it makes me wonder how is Steen gonna perform in the ring when the time comes for him and Darby Allen to team up? Yeah, that's true. It, it's probably gonna be um, a lot of rehearsed spots. Darby Allen's gonna do more of the work. That's fine. That's cool. Yeah. You know. From what I heard, Sting is very open to do cinematic matches, which is cool. That's what he wanted to do with the Undertaker, and you know it was but shot down. We got that uh, that cinematic match with Undertaker. Yes, but, you know, but I think a cinematic match between Sting and probably Taz. When we wish uh, that because I mark out. Taz was my favorite in ECW. Sting was my favorite in WCW. Have, right. Them two having a cinematic match will be pretty awesome with all the crows I mean, and I shit. You have to think about like, do you see how the shape of Taz is right now? Uh-uh. No. Oh, that, that doesn't matter. As long as he, you know, he he locks that Tata on you. That, that doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Taz is a fight. He, he's tra- He's he's bred as a fighter, and I'm pretty sure well, if the time comes. That's true. Honestly, when when uh, I would say the last good Jericho match that I watched was with uh, Russell Kingdom back in 2018 with Kenny Omega. That was like the last good match. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Let's move on to a different topic because I think we could talk about this all night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, Ethan Page. I mean, okay, Ethan Page. I have not seen him on Impact Wrestling TV for a while now. I mean, I kind of figured he was gonna part ways anyway. He's so. wrestling himself at Hard to Kill. He's wrestling himself at Hard to Kill. I think it's going to be a cinematic match. I had no clue. I didn't, Okay, I was watching Impact last night. I did not even see any promote for that. Well, I think it's like, I, I think this is the, the sin away for him to, I don't know where the fuck he's going, but um, I don't think he's going to WWE because he, he likes, cre- I think he, I think he's one of those people that like create, creative freedom. So. Yeah, and that's fine. Because like, like I will say this time and time again, just because you're a free agent does not mean everyone needs to go to fucking AEW and WWE. I don't get that. I don't get it. I don't like it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so at Hard to Kill, it's going to be Karate Man versus Ethan Page. Okay, I did not see that promote last night, but okay, and it's this Saturday, so. Yeah, it's just, it's uh, been promoted. It's um, also, you know, we already know about the 
Bullet Club, um, the Good Brothers, and Kenny Omega against the Motor City Machine Guns and Rick Swan. I think Moose's. Yeah, you know, um, okay, my favorite storyline right now in in Impact, besides you know the whole Kenny thing, uh, but I definitely like that Tommy Dreamer is gonna wrestle this Saturday. Um, I also really like the storyline of the Diener brother uh, brothers. So, you know the Dieners. So. Oh, the cousins. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Yep. So, um, I believe that's going to be a segue for Cousin Jake to become Jake something. Um, I don't know if you guys are uh, familiar with his name in the endings, but that. Yeah, Jake something because because he's going to get, I'm sure he's going to get rid of his name Cousin Jake and go to Jake something. So. Yeah, because when I met him, he was he was Jake something. Yep. <laughs> I like yeah, now, now that they're, now that. You know, there, there are no cousins. Why keep the name Cousin Jake? Yeah, but, you know, that's, that's going to have to be like a long play. You know, speaking of that, I know you guys saw the story between – um, no, there was no between, but there's a story I posted of an area, a, a very lavish coat <laughs> that came on Impact that deserves a world title shot itself. I'm talking about Joe Doring's very fluffy, huge – Fur coat. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's hilarious. Yeah. The bed was stunned. I know he just had little, you know, little uh, tights on underneath there and his cowboy boots, but it was unexpected. The man been walking out of here frowning with just jeans and a cowboy hat. It's like the last thing you see. Like I was expecting him to come out with a cowboy vest. But no, he 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 flipped the tie like he like borrowed Kid Cash fur coat. It's like, yo, let me rock this. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I'm like, I'm feeling that fur coat. <laughs> so I just had to talk about that fur coat. I think that stole the show for impact. <laughs> I usually mean so. Uh, so yeah, eat the pace. New Jack. Oh, you're talking about. Oh, all right. So we have to get into Black Craft Wrestling um, to uh, get into that. So we have to get into Black Craft um, Wrestling. Um, so I was watching a documentary about this clothing line called Black Craft, and they started a wrestling company. And um, I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to try to get the whole rundown down through. Okay. So. You guys saw Hellraiser before, right? Saw what? Hellraiser, the movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I haven't. Uh-uh. Okay, Mario, you know what Hellraiser is, right? I think so. Pinhead. The guys with the pin, the dude with the pin in his head. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Okay. All right. He was part of Black Craft Wrestling as an authority figure. He's called the Preacher. So um, GCW's Matt Justice, they had an angle where Matt Justice was trying to t- um, um, compete for the Black Crab um, Championship. And the preacher says, you're not getting a championship opportunity. And, you know, some words were said, and the preacher says, you will only get a, ch- a championship um, opportunity over my dead body. Matt Justice pulls off a knife. Slice the preacher's uh, um, throat. Blood, blood goes squirting all in the fans. The preacher dies. 
the match happened between Johnny Blackcraft, which is Johnny Impact, a, a.k.a. Johnny Morrison. I think that's his, just his gimmick right there. And um and Matt and Matt Justice Matt Justice ended up winning, so it was a crazier idea than that. Um, this is this has all happened during WrestleMania weekend. This happened right after Joy Janela Spring Break three. So PCO was supposed to be on the show, but he ended up getting pulled because he had just signed a deal with ROH. So they were going to have New Jack wrestle PCO, and PCO was going to no-sell all of New Jack stuff. So New Jack was supposed to pull out a pistol after PCO no-sells everything. And he was going to tell him, this isn't fake, motherfucker, and blast him three times. PCO starts bleeding. New Jack, I think, hits him with an elbow drop and then hits one, two, three. So they legit committed murder in um, Black Crack Wrestling. So <laughs> as you guys hearing that story, you know, with that angle, if it would have went down, how would you guys feel about it? Um, I would honestly be a little shocked. But then again, as now I know how New Jack is and what my dad is telling me, I feel like he's just notorious for doing stuff like that. So not really surprised. You think New Jack would have really shot him? It wouldn't like I know it would have been like movie because they they explain how the preacher got you know his throat slit. They spent a lot of money for that, but yeah, I kind of want to tell the story that my trainer t- told me about New Jack, but I don't think I have the grounds to actually say anything about it. I, this is the first time I'm ever gonna say it. I'm afraid to catch heat. <laughs> that's that's that's. I, I don't think I could tell a New Jack story. I did tell it outside of the podcast before, but I can't tell it right now. Like, no, so I, no, no. yeah, so I get his permission. I'll 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 say it once I get his permission. Um, but New Jack is a very difficult person to work with. From mm-hmm. from from a lot of people I heard, um, you have to. In that ring, physically earn his respect, and once you do that, you won't have no more problems out of New Jack. And that's kind of telling that story that I'm not supposed to tell in one wholesome without saying any much. Yeah, so yeah, but New Jack, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's still. I mean, he calmed down. He's older now, but you know, he's. St- I think he's still. If somebody try him, he, he'll he'll do something. You know. All we all we are gonna say and we'll leave it at this is don't fuck with them. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I don't I, I will tell this story. Um I don't uh, yeah, like, yeah, I will tell the story because we because when I sent this heart, heart heartfelt message to my friend Robert, you know, thanking him for being my friend for almost like almost 20 years and stuff. He works for Diamond Dallas Page right now and stuff. And he and when I broke into MMA and trying to break into pro wrestling. He was designing my 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 merch, and at that moment he had Chris Canyon, Cobra Kai from Canada, and um, we we're trying to get the Necro Butcher and New Jack to join the brand, and um, so I was in college, and I wrote New Jack in his uh, New Jack Uncut email, 
And I, by the time I got out of college, you know, about, you know, when I got home, you know, got in my little studio apartment, you know, I had a little, the, the little voicemail box dingy, you know, this is no cell phone. So basically I get a voicemail and it says, Hey Vaughn, this is Jack. Uh, I'm gonna get, uh, you told me to call you. Give me a call back, man. So we can discuss some business. I'm like, wait a minute, Jack. Wait, what? It's just like, and then maybe like two minutes later, he hits me up. Goes new Jack. I'm go what? And he goes he just called me. I'm like what? He like this is huge. And like he wants to talk to me tomorrow. So I'm like all right, cool, man. I'm happy for you. And um, he talks to new Jack. He's explaining how he wants to do the design for the shirt and everything. New Jack cuts him off in mid sentence. It says, I don't want to do any kind of business with you. You got nothing for me. Don't ever fucking call me again. Click. And that was, and yeah, he literally, he, 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 yeah, we haven't heard from New Jack ever since then. Um, Me being a hothead, I might have had call and threatened New Jack. I'm just saying. So. After I heard, so you know, but that's that's what happened. All right, yeah, that's pretty intense. Uh, let's not talk about this. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't give a fuck. New Jack's what fifty something years old. I'm pretty sure I got some couple of jabs left for him, but um, you know, I'm pretty sure Bill got like no Vaughn the brand. I'm like nah, fuck that. Uh, so uh, um, <laughs> um, let's talk about. Joy, Jan- I don't think it's Joy Janela, but it's a uh, GCW Fight Forever pay per view. Fuck you, fans. All right, well, let me let me just say this now. Now speaking of Belt God, it has actually come out of me. Fuck you, fans. You scream Fight Forever like twenty four seven in every fucking match. Fight Forever, clap, 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 clap. Now literally, these motherfuckers gonna be fighting for twenty four hours, calling it Fight Forever. Are you fucking serious? Dude, spring break was fucking long. So you told me that these motherfuckers can't go home to their families, their wives, their kids, and to the next day, and, and they have to fight forever. How many fucking pro wrestlers gonna be in this show? That's a that's a lot of bank. Yeah, I, did, I did not know it was like that. Is Nasty Lee getting booked? I bet you not. <laughs> Not to shoot on him, but hey, I bet you he's not one of the wrestlers getting booked. Is Jack Price getting booked? This is called Fight Forever. You're going to need fresh bodies. You know, I mean, do they really think this through? What we're going to have a bunch of deathmatch wrestlers having deathmatches? Like spreading, no, spreading no. hepatitis B? I want to know, know what the whole concept between uh, what like, the whole 24 hours means in that. <laughs> I, they're going to have a 24 hour show that I. Unless they recycle wrestlers wrestling each other, that's gonna get boring. Unless yeah, they're gonna have. It's just like when it's just like when the WWE like throws out a match like okay, Seth Rollins wrestles at the beginning of the night, and then you're gonna have him wrestle at the fucking end of the night too. What the hell? At the end of the night next day, and like Seth Rollins is gonna start this fucking uh, pay per view, and he's gonna fucking end it, and the fans go yeah. And just me and the side going, you fucking dumbasses. Like, <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I'm look, I got a short attention span as it is. 
I can't watch 24 hours of fucking professional wrestling. I'm sorry. I, I love Joey Janela, but man, I know this is a cat. I know this is for a good clause. I know this is for because of COVID, it messed up everybody's bookings or whatever. And I, I know soon you pay for the pay per view, it goes to the wrestlers' pockets. But a fight forever pay per view, I don't know, man. What's the what's that the whole point of the collective like a few months ago? I, I mean, I mean, that I, I think that was the whole point of the collective. I mean, Leroy's my fucking he already got me blocked because I've quote unquote exposed the business. So <laughs> he's probably gonna be a little bit more mad. Like, so I think that was the whole point of the collective for wrestlers to make money so they wouldn't have to do shit like this. I don't I don't know. I disagree. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just they took themselves out of IWTV, you know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I guess the only good thing about Fight Forever is probably a three-hour match between Blake Christian and Blackheart Leo Rush. <laughs> That's probably. Yeah, I I, I, I don't know if I'll pay to see that. I don't know. I'll probably pay to see the first hour of it. I don't yeah. know about the other two hours. I, I think I'll just not be a fan anymore. Don't go fuck they sell. But um, speaking of Leo Rush, he just became the new MLW middleweight champion. Uh, congratulations to him, Mister Drip Drip. Um, Leo Rush. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't no longer use his song anymore. It's not because of him. It's because they wrote a law into it. I love his fucking songs, by the way. Um, but that's a little long, a little known fact. Have you guys know that Leo Rush wrestled in Triple Mania? No, I did not know that. Well, did you I guys? Only knew about Kenny Omega. You only knew about Kenny Omega. Did you also know about Brian Cage wrestling in Triple Mania? That one sounds more familiar. Well, did you? What, what if I tell you that they both wrestle in a mask? I don't foresee. Okay, I don't know if I would ever see Brian Cage wrestling with a mask on. <laughs> what if I tell you that Brian Cage was Dennis? I believe it. Did you see the shape on that dude? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Leo Rush was Spider Man. It's it's named something else. It starts with an A. I think it's like a uh, Aquadar or something like that. He was yeah. uh, like he's more for comic book nerds. I'm basically gonna say this. He was kind of dressed up as a Scar- Scarlet Spider. I don't know if that's like a last minute thing. They had a guy to do that. I knew about the Marvel Lucha Libre um, thing that was gonna happen between AAA and Marvel, um, but I didn't know it was gonna be fucking Leo Rush being Spider Man. I think that should be a comic book in itself. That's that's a pretty good, that's a pretty hard high honor in my opinion. And you know, and then you had Brian Cage being fucking Danos. Like they called him purple something. I I can understand that. I can understand that. He looked like a really big creative character, but I, I like Brian Cage. He seemed like a really sweet guy. He's um. I mean, that's cool, but his just looking at his face and him, you know, letting Taz do all the talking, that's cool, Taz with his manager and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But um, Brian Cage, he just looks like a dumbass to me. It's I think that's, that's the way to betray him. I don't know. Um, okay, well, yeah, but him as Dennis, 
in that costume, uh, the entrance wear, uh, I believe he had a infinity belt, which was oh, pretty wow. cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And then his tag partner, don't know who his tag partner was, but they were betraying Venom. Venom. And really? okay. I don't, I'm not a fan of Daga. Daga is very fucking dry as fuck. So, of course, right, right. they had dry ass Daga play as Captain America. Hi, what? Okay, wait, 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 wait. Now I got a problem with this. And this might sound okay. a bit racist. Daga, a Mexican, playing Captain America. <laughs> How? I mean, you couldn't get any of the, 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 the white. I mean, now, see, now it's not real racist. You couldn't see. Couldn't get one of the fucking fair skinned wrestlers to play Captain America. Yeah, I, I like how I like how Russ makes Spider-Man. I do like Russ. Uh, yeah, if you watch, because the video I got, I sent you guys, because uh, I was like, wait, this is the first time I ever stumbled upon this, and I watched it, and I watched how Spider-Man was moving. He hit two moves that you know that was Leo Rush. It was the uh, yeah. the 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 backpack stunner when he goes on the second uh, the bottom rope, and it was the forearm splash. Mm-hmm. And I immediately made him in 2K. So, uh, yeah. I, what was that? I know he's doing a Power Ranger movie, but he, he could do a Spider-Man movie, too, if he wants. <laughs> he, he, can honest, he can, honest to God, become a, one of the Spider-Man um, characters. He even though there's so many Spider-Man characters. He can, that can honestly can happen. But the part, but I, I want to uh, debunk the Power Ranger movie a little bit. It is not a real Power Ranger movie. It is like the story of the White Dragon. It's not a Power Ranger movie. Reason why it's probably dubbed as a Power Ranger movie because, of course, it has every it has Mister Power Ranger in there. We we all know what we're talking about. Um, damn it, Tommy. It's it's, it's, it's yeah, a Tommy it's movie. It's a Tommy movie. <laughs> So, so yeah, he's 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 doing his movie. It, it, I see the trailer; it's pretty good. It's more a gritty Power Ranger. It's it's like his version of Power Ranger. So yeah, yeah. It's called the it's called the Legend of the White Dragon, and that's the movie Leo Rush is a part about. Too much is going on in the wrestling world. I can't handle this. I always said, and, and people always like. That like my coworker always said, it's red, it's redneck red uh, anime. I'm like, no, the fuck is not. <laughs> like, dude, you're a comic book fan, are you? He's like, yeah. I'm like, dude, wrestling's like comics. It's, it's like it's like watch it's like watching a live action comic book. Like if you think about it, you got the bad guy and the good guy trying to fight for something good. Either the bad guy is trying to take over the world and trying to grab some kind of jewel. The jewel in pro wrestling is either the championship belt. You know, is there, or are they trying to be just mischievous and trying to just bring harm to people? Sometimes it happens in wrestling, like what Randy Orton is doing to the Fiend and um and Alexa Blitz and stuff. You know, it's yeah. it's all coming in. Wrestling is everywhere. If, if, if believe it or not, I watched just watched a documentary. And wrestling is in you know in a lot of video games, pretty much. So, wrestling is everywhere, yeah. folks. But um, it really is. Yeah. Yeah, so Leo Rush, if you listening, sir, and I've been trying to get you on the show. I know, I know, you got a booking fee. I'll gladly pay it, sir. 
Um, if you can get your Spider-Man ass on this show, man, that'd be awesome. Because <laughs> for one, I'm gonna try to get it with pounds, and I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna say, hey, make this custom match figure, Leo Rush, please, a Spider-Man. And I'm gonna send him a picture, and he'll do it because he's the biggest Spider-Man fan ever, and he does good customs. Um, yeah. Yep. So I want to go ahead and end this with uh, New Japan. Did anybody see New Japan Pro Wrestling? Um, I know the results, but I have not watched it. Trust me, I know the I I know some of the results. I'm with you. I did not watch it. It comes on late at night. I am asleep at that time, so. <laughs> okay. Your girl is always up, but you know what? Hold on, let's let's actually go to the results right now. So it's Wrestle Kingdom 15, the Tokyo Dome. Mm-hmm. So the results uh, for the first night. All right, the first match was a four way. Huh, that's nice. Hmm. I'm trying to think when did okay, Jay White had. Okay, Jay White, my favorite wrestler in New Japan for wrestling. He um, he was the challenger for the IWGP Double Championships right to challenge holder, and he and he wrestled against Kota Ibushi, and Kota successfully retained the heavyweight and intercontinental championship belt for ID, IWGP. So that was a bum. All right. <laughs> That's fine, I guess. That sounds about right. And I don't know if you know about the news between Jay White. He, oh shit, dropped shit over here. But um, he um, is no longer contract with New Japan Pro Wrestling. I did not know that. So who's the new leader of the Bullet Club now? I, that I've been actually searching for. It. I've been searching for it, and it has not actually legit me tell me anything. Yeah, exactly. Nothing uh, legit gives me anything. I don't know. I would realistically, I would think Tama Tonga will be the leader of Bullet Club, but it's been fall. It, it fell on evil hands, and it fell on Jay White hands, and went back to it was going back and forth there. And with Jay White actually leaving, I don't know who could be the leader. It could Where be. Jay White going? That I don't know. Um, okay. Hopefully, he has his eyes set on top. That's what his words. Top American wrestling um, here in the U.S. Um, okay. It could. I know you say that not everybody goes to WWE and AEW, but it looks like that's the two top ones I can actually think of. Um, well, I'm, I mean, uh, you know, he potentially could go to like. Impact or ROH? Yeah, you know, and even though people say ROH is dead, I think ROH has went back to their roots. It went back to the roots oh, of. Yeah, no, ROH, ROH is better now. It, it's still better. You know, these, these companies are still way better than WWE. I can give you that. Yeah, um, ROH, I think they went back to their roots of, uh, you know, what they did in 2004, what worked in 2004, especially with the bubble. And you know, with the pandemic and whatever, it was able to actually reinvent. You know, instead of being more entertaining mm-hmm. and more solely based right. on the wrestling, 
And I think that's what ROH is good for. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's so many possibilities he can go to. Um, you're right. He can go. He go to Impact. Impact is Impact would not die. Let's just let's just let's let's just let's just say that right now. They're not gonna die ever. They 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 they've been taking off life support. They got a good roster, you know. Um, they would not die. Um, so he could go to Impact, elevate them, you know, to hire, you know, until they get some fans, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. He could go to NXT. He could, long as he stay in NXT. That's the thing. The problem is that NXT is good. It's better than the uh, the whole WWE product, as in you know Raw and SmackDown. The problem mm-hmm. is that soon he gets drafted. That's when then hopes gets killed. You know, look at Shinsuke Nakamura. I mean, I know. I mean, why do you why do you think that like and I'm so freaking happy that like the Good Brothers are not in WWE because they don't know how to use their freaking talent, and that's why it pissed me off every Monday Night Raw when I see the Good Brothers getting their ass beat by the new like new fucking day. I can't stand that shit. I really cannot, and I really hope that Shinsuke Nakamura leaves. And then AJ leaves because you know what? And I feel bad for AJ because he's there. He wants to be there. That's how he's going to end his career. Fine. But I, you know, and he'll tell you that, like, he he even blames himself for, like, the Good Brothers leaving and everything like that. So I just, I don't know. I just wish that they would all get together one last time and somehow end their career a better way than WWE's way. Yeah, I can understand about the AJ thing. He wants to retire with WWE. I, I, I understand that. He... He's and a I'm family man. Not, but I just, I just want something better for him. Like he's one of my favorite wrestlers. If I'm gonna see him go out like this, I want it to be good. Yeah. yeah. Well, so my, my my man Cesaro needs to get out of there, or he needs to get pushed a little bit more with a title shot finally, and stop giving it to Roman Reigns and freaking Brock Lesnar, and give it to wrestlers that work their asses off like Cesaro. He never gets a title shot, you know. Well, so here, here's the thing of what I understand about Nakamura. Nakamura is locked in. He, he's not going nowhere. He, uh, from what I heard, he's very happy. He, he thinks that when his prime was in New Japan and yeah. he, he's, he's, he's burnt out. He doesn't mind putting people over from what I heard. Um, because I think, I, oh, I, I, I kind of have an understanding of what you're saying. Because, okay, New Japan, you know, all those, all of his fans expected the most and the most out of him and for him to, you know, take over like the whole show. I'm kind of happy that like Shinsuke has toned down a lot and WWE, but if I just wish they would use him better. I understand that. I understand that. But yeah, he's. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not asking WWE, oh, make this the Shinsuke Nakamura show, but I'm also fucking tired of it being the Roman Reigns show. Yeah. You know, they dropped the ball with Shinsuke years ago when he challenged AJ for the WWE title and had that chance to recreate what happened in Wrestle Kingdom, you know. But yeah, Shinsuke, I think Shinsuke is just, uh, he's, 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 he's happy where he's at. I mean, like, you know, positioning in the card. 
you know, because you got, I don't know if you guys ever followed him in New Japan, you know, and I mean the beginnings where Anoki made him do MMA fights to pro to prove that pro wrestling was a tough sport, like it was number one, you know, and um, yeah, I think uh, Nakamura is pretty burnt out, man. Um, when it comes to that, he, from what I understand, he's really happy. He's 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 actually like more focused on like hobbies outside that he wants to do in the U.S. and he can only do that if he's like probably employed with the WWE. So I think with him like trying like being like a major like star or you know you know being like shot up to the academy is is, is long gone honestly. Um, Cesaro, Cesaro, do you need to get the fuck out of the WWE? Like he do. I mean. They had so many missed opportunities with him. They always put him in some kind of mismatch tag team, and it's like, dude, I don't know. I I just really wish he did not sign with WWE. He's he's probably one of the guys. I really don't say a lot about. They should just jump to all elite wrestling. He should jump to all elite wrestling. <laughs> it's like, like really, like he's um he either should go to Japan all elite wrestling, go back to ROH when he's very very European. You know he's. I, I like Cesaro, but I just don't like how they treat him. But yeah, I just wish I just wish he get the fuck on out of there. You know, there's a lot of people I wish they would get the fuck on out of there. But you know, we'll we'll be here all day <laughs> to say who, who to get the fuck on out of there. You know, but uh, Kota Ibushi is the uh, the IWGP. Heavyweight champion, IWGP Intercontinental Champion, they're doing something like where all Japan is doing, where they have the triple crown, they just having a double crown belt. You know, um, right, right. I think I don't know. I'm I'm waiting for something. I'm really waiting when Moxley is actually going to defend the belt against Kenta. That's where we will know if AEW is really working with New Japan Pro Wrestling. It has to be That's some true, shenanigans. But I also think that since his wife is. Pregnant at some point in time, he, they're gonna. He's not gonna have anything, you know. I feel like he's gonna give the U.S. title uh, back to you know whoever he's wrestling or whatever, and they're gonna. He's gonna give it up and then go away for a little bit for his wife. Oh yeah, of course he's gonna go away for a little bit. And, you know, I don't know when his title match between him and Kenta is gonna happen. I'm thinking it's gonna happen in the U.S. I don't think Moxley is gonna I, travel to the Japan anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah, no, who knows? I'm not really expecting much from Moxley right now because of the whole situation, personal life. So, yeah, yeah, I, I didn't expect like I'm pretty sure we're, I'm, I'm calling it now Revolution in Miami, Florida. AEW, please make the announcement. We know it's gonna be in Miami. Put the tickets on sale so me and unemployed wrestling hair guy can go ahead and get our tickets. <laughs> He knows I call him unemployed wrestling hair guy when he missed a show. Cause dude, he missed a lot of shows. And I'm like, dude, you're unemployed. Like, <laughs> so well, I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> so, oh, so we want our tickets, man. We want to, you know, we want to plan ahead. We don't want to wait till the last minute, the week of, and then like our airplane tickets is fucking 300 fucking dollars and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, man? It's a during a pandemic, man. Be considerate. You know what I mean? <laughs> Be fucking yeah, considerate. Right now, it just seems like they're just offering their shows to be so, Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, Beach Blast is going to be in Miami. Uh, AEW Revolution is going to be in Miami. You know, they already said it. 
you know, go ahead and say that. It's like, just say that there's going to be a capacity. Like, it's going to be like $500, $500, 500 people is going to be at Revolution. That's fine. Put it up on a website. Yeah, they, need to, they need to be way better if they're going to, okay, if they're doing this, they need to be better on specific details to be public. That's all I ask for. Yeah. Don't wait till the fucking week of. I, I don't even know how to. F- I don't even know how me and Wrestling Hair Guy got to all out. Like, this oh, most. I don't know either. I don't remember that. I mean, I know I remember y'all going there, but I don't remember the details like that. Dude, I can, I can remember Wrestling Hair Guy being determined as fuck. I can tell you that. Like, <laughs> it was that morning. I remember I woke up. He, he, I think it's like times earlier there or whatever. And I'm like just waking up. He goes, like, uh, hey, what's going on? He's like, Hey, what's up? Uh, tickets about to go on sale. Like, huh? Yeah, tickets about to go on sale. Like in a minute, I'm on a website. <laughs> like, huh? You want to go or not? I'm like, I want. I, yeah, I, I'll go. <laughs> All right, man. I'm like, and then he's like, they just went live, and he just purchased like two tickets right there, and like they're sold out like in three minutes. Like, what? <laughs> I like he, he lives for that. Yeah, I was like, man, you know, that was like I think it was like a month. They they did good when they when they announced it in a month. That was nice planning. Plan we 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 got our chance to like to make our plane tickets, you know, make reservations where we're gonna stay at and stuff like that. Balance our money, you know, and that was cool. You know, there's a month away from Revolution right now. If if you want fans to come to Revolution, you need to make an announcement now or next week. Something. Yeah, we don't need to wait till like, let's see, the third week of, uh, the second week of fucking um February, and we're gonna have revolution here at the Miami Steakhouse. Like, to get your tickets online now. I'm like, wait, what? Like, okay. <laughs> like for one, I ain't All going. Right. Yeah, I'm not going to the Miami Steakhouse. <laughs> so yeah. Does that cover all the topics for tonight? Yeah, we can bullshit a little bit. <laughs> well, we... No, I'm just saying, because the girls got to head out a little bit early tonight. You know, it's always a pleasure talking to you. All right. It's all, it's all good. Yeah, we covered everything, stuff from Monday Night Raw, but, you know, who watches Raw? It was some old folks. Uh, it was some old folks on Raw. Mark Hamill was on a scooter. Randy Orton threatened him. Do I have to say more? There was a racist on there. Hulk Hogan thought the whole locker room was cold. That wasn't it, Hawk. It's because you said the N-word, bro, while you was trying while your willy was hard. So <laughs> and that's why the locker room was cold to you, bro. We don't want you there. As a black man, I'm saying it. Yeah, we don't want you there, Hoker. <laughs> and that folks, we can end that. And the uh, spirit of uh, the belt god, I, I can't say with any witty wittiness, but I can say this. Fuck you, Fry Daddy. <laughs> yeah, for, for belt god, yeah, we all agree. You guys yeah. want to cut a promo on them or whatever? Or, or that's just leave it at that? <laughs> yeah, we just leave it at that. We just leave it at that. Belt god's like, like reserved to make the promos on Fry Daddy. <laughs> I just hope everybody has a great new year and keep well, keep safe, and thanks for listening to us again tonight. We'll be back. This might be controversial before we leave, but 
I would like to invite this individual onto my podcast. Now, I got no fucks givens, honestly. But, hey, Kevin Matthews, if you're listening, I would like to invite you into my podcast so we can have a nice discussion like men. All right? No, no, don't worry. Don't worry. I I, I got this. It's going to be professional. I ain't going to call you no bitches or nothing like that. We're going to talk like men. But... I'm I'm Bond. You go ahead, go to the Pro Wrestling Tees slash Bad News Bond eight one zero. Get yourself a T-shirt. It's twenty percent off right now. Um, where can they find you, Mariah? You can find me here on Instagram, and I actually switched up my username. It will be uh, Mariah underscore Solace dot twenty two. Okay, all right, and um. Party Marty, where can they find you, sir? On uh, Twitter, Party Marty, when, I think it's 25. I always say 35. I don't know why. I mean it all the time, but Party Marty, uh, 35 or 25 on Twitter, uh, Party Marty 35 on Instagram, and Marty Dirt back on Facebook. All right. Okay. Well, that has been the 810 podcast. My knees do is you fuckers and i'll catch you later i'll catch you we we will catch you next week peace Uh